I'm EJ Ionelli, and this is From the Studio. And on this, uh, this very gray morning just ahead of the Christmas weekend, we are in the KPBX studio space with singer-songwriter Jacob Roundtree. And Jacob hails from Bozeman, Montana. And uh, Jacob, as you're retuning there, what has brought you to Spokane this weekend? Yeah, so I grew up in Spokane, and my whole family is still in Spokane. Uh, my parents and my sister and extended family, aunts, uncles, cousins. So I'm in town for the, the holiday season. Don't get to come back as often as I hope, so it's a, a special time to be here for this time of year. And what led you to relocate to Bozeman? I moved to Bozeman for college, um, pursued mechanical engineering, which is a very different field than the music <laughs> that I'm now doing. Um, but yeah, I went out there in 2019. No, I'm sorry. 2015. So it's, yeah, it's been quite a while living out there now. And the quality of life is so amazing out there. It's, it's hard to leave. So it sounds like a, a few transitions there. So you transitioned from Spokane to Bozeman, and then you studied mechanical engineering and then kind of departed from that and went into music. What led to that path departure? Well, I'd always been playing music um, since I did classical piano at a very young age, elementary school kind of time frame here in Spokane, actually. And then I started playing guitar also in elementary school, and guitar definitely took over. Um, so guitar had always been a part of my life, but definitely felt the kind of standard approach, I guess, as you're coming to age of needing to go to college to find a stable career choice to pursue and um, moved to Bozeman, did well in college, graduated, um, but was always still performing on the weekends and open mics. And I, that part of me never left and started getting such a, a wonderful community of musicians together out there that um, just kept pursuing that. And it, it just started making more and more sense. I specialized in vibrational analysis, which all Gibson acoustics are made in Bozeman. Oh, okay. So that was okay. kind of a best of both worlds hope that I could get into. And that was my whole senior project was working with Gibson guitars. Um, but I just enjoyed the music much more than that job. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of gave a go at full-time music. And I just realized I, I was making the least amount of money I've ever made initially, <laughs> but I was happier than I'd ever been. And I loved the challenge and it just kept me kept me going in that route. And was it the musical community in Bozeman that led you to put down roots there? Not originally. Um, I think it was a little more of the engineering side of things. Um, I also have had a couple startup companies that I've toyed around with over the years. And so it just it felt as if there was always either having a band that I wanted to keep working on and growing with or a, a some sort of company team. So it was community nonetheless that kept me there. But I think it was kind of a 50-50 between the musical community and and uh, this kind of alter ego that I'd been pursuing. I see. And the song that you performed for us at the outset, that was Small Hands, and that comes from your debut album? That is correct. So that album was back in 2018 when I released that. Um, I recorded that myself. I had been playing here in Spokane still a fair amount and in Bozeman and just was told by some of my mentors, you have to have an album. You need an album if you're playing live. So I kind of rushed that one, got it out there, but it's also a it's a statement for the time that I was at and the the talent I had. And 
Um, it's very raw. It's very low quality, but it's kind of intimate and special that way. I recorded it in the closet of many college rentals. <laughs> and so it, it's a fun journey. I mean, you can hear some songs are better than others because even that album was a learning process in itself of the production digital side of music. Um, yes, that, that Small Hands was my very first album. Well, it was from The Common Hour, which is the, the first album. And stylistically, you know, we, we all start somewhere. And so what sort of musical inspiration or musical um, uh, legacy does it speak to? I think that album was a very therapeutic album. Obviously, that age of leaving your home, leaving your friends. Um, I had some couple fairly serious sports injuries that definitely shifted what I thought I would be doing with my life. Um, so it was just a period of my life where everything was unknown and uncertain, and I kind of had to re-identify who I was and reset. Uh, I think moving to Bozeman was a great time and place for that, where I just got to call a brand new place my own and make it my own. Um, and that album definitely is that kind of therapeutic process of of the anxiety, of the the worry of those times, but also there's some celebration in that album too. And so it is, it just kind of sits in a very soft singer-songwriter world, but I think it was powerful for me to be that vulnerable publicly for the first time ever mm. and to really lay myself out there that way. And it allowed me to get praise in a, in a weird way, I suppose, or just feedback that I was actually onto something and that being that vulnerable with a community is is a powerful thing and an important thing. And so it definitely fueled the fire of the original music side of things to keep going and keep pursuing this. And were you kind of drawing on, say, like the Dylan tradition of folk singer-songwriters or more contemporary folks like Bonnie Vare? Yeah, so I would definitely say my inspirations have always been more contemporary. The Bon Iver's, the Ben Howard's, Xavier Rudd's, um, ben Harper, that kind of world. However, as I pursue more and more music, those classics such as uh, Dylan are always, always, they're there for a reason and um, they're mentors of their own and inspirations in their own right. So it's it's a hybrid, um, but I think being in this kind of more alternative indie folk style does come from much more modern influence overall. And you have a single that you released relatively recently, and that's First Avenue. And so this was released, what, back in October, November? October, I believe. And so fairly uh, new. I think you're going to perform this song for us. Can you give us a little bit of, uh, of context for this? Yeah. So I wrote this song. I would have been working really hard on my second album, which I don't believe I'll be playing any songs off of, but uh, it was my second full-length album, and I've spent so much time that was during the pandemic where I ended up re-recording the entire album and really dialing in that computer production recording quality that my first album lacked. And so with that, I felt like my mind was so much more in the business marketing, the band management, and the recording side of things that writing kind of went out the window for a couple of years, mm. which was almost worrisome for me. Uh, first Avenue was the first song I wrote returning into the more frequent writing process again. And it was it's a song that I wanted to still tie my past styles of songwriting into kind of this new, just much more peaceful, much more happy celebratory music that's coming up in the future. Um, I wanted First Avenue to be this conflicting, changing storyline of the past into the future. 
And so it's it's kind of a uh, a song of a couple people coming together and facing their challenges or their mistakes or their guilts and getting over them and achieving love together. Excellent. So, let's let's hear that now. Wonderful. Happy was you, happy was me, the distance you placed to flirt with free. Surely the snow shall cover your tracks, all those black letters watch your back. All those black letters will watch your back. Happy was you, happy was me. As you go tearing down the street took a wrong turn down first avenue surely the snow shall cover my tracks all those black letters just hold me back all those black letters just hold me back happy was me happy is you i took the long way to get to you are in the past happy is me happy is you i belong here so do you i belong here so do you that was first avenue performed by the singer-songwriter jacob roundtree and jacob as you were playing that i was kind of reflecting on the different quality that the song takes on when it's kind of stripped down to solo guitar and solo voice, because the recorded version, uh, it struck me as really jaunty. 
Um, and so when you were talking about the celebratory qualities and the more upbeat qualities, that certainly comes through on the recorded version. And then here it was a, a little more reflective and a little more contemplative. Wonderful. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you <laughs> took that point of view. Um, I'm also I'm borrowing a friend of mine guitar today. I played that song on a very special guitar that has rubber on the bridge, so it's just really muted and with a little overdrive and some of those effects that the recording might have. It it adds some of that uh, exciting qualities, but it's it's a song that I think still translates, and it's fun to hear different uh, messages that might come through with the different performance types. Yeah, and on the subject of being kind of stripped down now, you have begun performing more and more with a, a full four-piece band. Um, so you've got three additional musicians. And so I was wondering if we could maybe talk about Cole and Andrew and Lane, who join you in this endeavor as the somethings? Yes, Jacob Roundtree and the somethings is my lazy attempt at a band name. <laughs> I kept saying Jacob Roundtree and the somethings, meaning fill in the blank and we'll decide at some point once I had a solid band. And I just kept saying we're in the somethings, and eventually that just kind of caught on, and that's what we became. But it's fun because it allows me to rotate out here and there if and when I need. But um, yeah, so Cole Thorne, Andrew Olivo are two of my very dear music colleagues out of Montana. Cole plays front woman ukulele in a big soul band, seven-piece soul band out in Bozeman, Cole and the Thorns. I get to play guitar with that group, which is very fun to kind of balance a very live, um, big band performance style with my more introspective music. Andrew Olivo came from upstate New York and has been living in Montana for a while now. So Andrew plays bass for me. And then um, I also want to give a shout out to David Abate, who's been playing locally in Montana with me on electric guitar. And that is when we can't get Lane to come out to Montana with us. Um, <laughs> that being said, we do quite a bit of West Coast runs, a couple a year, and always, always love to pick up Lane, who plays the pedal steel with us. And he's a very brilliant musician. So, And I think Cole and Lane joined you when you did Inland Sessions on KSPS. And so on the, the first song, which I think was, uh, was it Ghost of Me? That sounds correct. Yeah, that Cole was playing bongos and yeah, Lane was on pedal steel and it just, it results in a much different sound. Very much so. And it's fun being able to play with multiple versions of the band, of the somethings. And just again, <laughs> kind of like we were talking about stripped down versus produced or whatever. There's just different expressions that can come out for, for each performance. And you've picked up a, a couple of awards in Bozeman. Um, I think recently you were voted uh, number one solo musician and number one folk musician. That's uh, correct. Yeah, I've had the, the best solo artist for the last couple of years, just got best folk, um, which is, they're, they're fun awards. It's a small town, so I, I don't take it too career changing, but it, it does mean a lot to me. And I'm very honored to represent my community that way. And Definitely adds some bragging rights, I suppose, <laughs> as I reach out to festivals and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I've been working hard and it, it does feel good to hear those things and have kind of more um, definitive ways to um, express how hard I've been working at this. And as you um, begin to pick up festival appearances, I know that you were back here as recently as this last year. I want to say here, I mean, Spokane, um, you performed Pig Out in the Park 
Was that with the full band or was that as a solo musician? Pig Out in the Park was just Lane and I. So oh, Lane okay. King on the pedal steel and myself. We just did a little duo version. Um, my solo act usually consists of a loop pedal, a very large pedal board, um, and I have a kick pedal as well. So I can kind of get a very percussive line and loop a bass line. And so I can expand it fairly large by myself and then adding Lane added all sorts of dimensions and textures. So Pig Out in the Park was the duo. I do hope to return with at least a trio or the full four piece would be a lot of fun. And you're working on some new material that you're going to be releasing in the in the coming year. Is this going to be with the full band or is this pretty much you as a solo singer songwriter augmented by studio production? This is an exciting point in my songwriting and um, release strategy where this will be my first time having a reliable enough band that I can include them in the songwriting, composition, and recording process. Um, I still love to record all instrumentation, drums, bass, guitar myself. However, I, I love to respect other people's craft and professionalism. So this will be a, a very fun experimental album where some of it will be still a majority of my work, um, but I'm I am finally bringing in Andrew and Cole and David and hopefully Lane here too. Um, Lane and I have to work over email a little more than in person, but definitely bringing the full band in for that recording production and and hopefully even some of that songwriting too. And you've got a, a new song that has not yet been released, but will be released in the coming months. And what is this one? I'm gonna play Tip of the Scale. This one is still being finalized with some vocal melodies, but I like where it's at right now. I might tweak some things. So this is a version of <laughs> Tip of the Scale, um, but I'm excited about this one. It's, it's a lot of fun. Wait for me coming back around I'm ready to be dancing in the crowd rain over me you've been holding out till now is greener on the other side mom always told me just don't walk that line the grass is greener from what i can tell the closer it gets just a tip of the scale Now, 
grass is greener on the other side. Mama always told me just don't walk that line. Grass is greener from what I can tell. Closer it gets just a tip of the scale. Tip of the Scale, a yet-to-be-released track performed in our KPBX studio by Jacob Roundtree. And uh, Jacob, is that the first of several yet-to-be-released songs coming in the in the new year? Yeah. So I originally planned, just with the modern day of everything being streaming music, I originally planned just a year of releasing one single at a time. However, returning to this writing process, more songs came. And so I do think I might release a, a full album. Um, and so I've been working hard, been working in my home studio every day, and I think I'm about seven songs in of what would hopefully be 10. Yeah, so we had The Common Hour in 2018, and that was your debut. And then we had your second full length, and that followed uh, four years later, and that was As I See It. And then this, uh, this next album seems like it might be coming hot on the heels of that, so the, the gap is going to be considerably shorter between the two. Yes, and I'm happy about that. I've been working harder. Um, Also been performing just a little less this holiday season, which is helpful. Uh, As a full-time musician, sometimes my entire life feels like I'm just loading gear in and out of venues all the time. And so slowing down a little bit this holiday year has definitely allowed me to just really focus on new material and, and kind of a new brand. I'm really excited about this the quirkiness of, of this music to come. So we've been in the KPBX studio this morning with Jacob Roundtree. And Jacob is a Montana-based singer-songwriter, and he's been performing some solo songs today, but he normally performs with uh, some permutation of the somethings, which is uh, up to a four-piece. And you can find more information about him and stay up to date with his forthcoming singles and uh, even the forthcoming album at jacobroundtree.com.